straight from the boardroom to the microphone. I'm April Garcia, and this is Pivot Me, easily applied tools and hacks to get you ahead. This isn't just a podcast. This is an upgrade for your life. Helping good people become even better. This is Pivot Me. We are very lucky to have Julie Holmes, inventor of Hey Mike, the Bluetooth microphone, and co founder of Just Innovate Inc. I love that you are a corporate survivor. So glad that you you came through that. Um, um, technology and innovation expert. And we'll give uh, um, where you can find Julie and social links at the end. But thank you so much for joining us today, Julie. It is my pleasure. Thank you. So, so let's just get right into it. So tell us about, tell us about what you do, who you do it for and, and also how you guys are coping during this time. So we, um, create, manufacture and sell products. Um, namely our, our flagship product is Hey Mike, which is a wireless Bluetooth microphone that connects to your smartphone and to any other device and gives you great audio on your videos and recordings up to 65 feet away. So that's kind of the Hey Mike spiel. Um, so that is our primary product that we support and uh, sell. And um, we sell that all over the world. So we've got client customers in probably about 35 to 40 different countries now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we sell via e-commerce primarily. Um, and then we also have um, some partners and, and kind of things like that as well. Wow. Okay. Okay. And I would imagine um, that would be highly applicable right now because there's a lot of people moving to a digital platform. There is a lot of content creation happening at the moment. Um, And interestingly enough, our microphone is used a lot in schools as well. So teachers are using Mm -hmm. it for distance learning. um, And of course, we have a lot of other communities that are using it. Uh, But content creators are our primary market. So, you know, we see people that are yoga instructors and people who are doing video blogs and we have people who interview stand up paddle boarders. And then we have a whole variety of people that use it as well for their day to day. So we've uh, gotten videos from people who've used our Hey Mike at their wedding to record their wedding vows. And, and so it's all over the place. Wow. Highly applicable. Okay. Yeah. And versatile as well. So uh, talk to us about how, how you guys are managing during this time, maybe some challenges that you're facing at this time. <clears throat> Right now, so we're we're in a pretty good position um, as, in terms of a business. So we've done a a pretty good job of making sure that um, that we have always maintained a certain level of cash reserves. Mm-hmm. So in that respect, it's meant that we haven't had to go into a panic mode right now. Um, we are panicking a little bit, <laughs> but not because of funds, but more because of distribution challenges. Mm-hmm. So that is honestly our biggest challenge at the moment is, as you can imagine, um, well, you can actually see this on Amazon. If you wanted to go and buy a, a webcam right now, you would be hard pressed to find a webcam. Mm-hmm. And so that becomes challenging. Uh, and it's the same thing with us. So just, you know, distribution overload, you know, some countries, uh, lots of things are delayed. We um, have a distribution facility in the UK and that distribution facility is completely closed now. So mm-hmm. they are on, you know, kind of full lockdown. And so we are trying to reroute orders and doing a lot of, um, you know, spur of the moment kind of customer management and trying to stay in touch with everybody as best we can and, you know, we, we're really lucky. We have some fantastic customers and they are doing their very best to be patient. And uh, so we're quite lucky in that regard. But, 
yeah, there's a lot of creative thinking happening right now. Yeah, sure. I bet that came up actually on one of our earlier calls with um, the CEO of Hide It Mounts. She said, I don't know if everyone is aware of this, but non-essential items, we're, we're not able to ship anything else to Amazon for them to push out. And and I think the average customer isn't necessarily aware of that because they're going, well, I can go on and I can order certain things. Yeah. And uh, is it that you can order whatever Amazon has sitting in their warehouse, but then once yeah. that's done, the manufacturer can't push anymore to the distributor, right? Well, I think that's part of it. I also, you know, and it's it's interesting, Amazon hasn't particularly communicated well to sellers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, some of us sell on Amazon in two ways. So I sell on Amazon directly, right? So you can actually go on Amazon and purchase um, a Hey Mike, but we also use Amazon as a fulfillment service. And mm-hmm. now we're pushing our European stock through Amazon fulfillment as well. So we're an Amazon FBA partner, fulfillment by Amazon. And so you know, I, we're kind of guessing a little bit, you know, that Amazon just has not been communicating with sellers as well as I would have liked. So, sure. you know, where we could historically prioritize orders and put them into priority shipping, you know, now I'm getting notifications back from Amazon saying, great, that'll be shipped in a month. And I'm thinking, what a month you've got inventory. And then you're right. Um, you know, we have so much inventory that we keep in stock. Amazon has always encouraged us to keep minimal inventory Mm-hmm. Uh, and we pay for that inventory to be stored at Amazon. And so, um, you know, there is a certain kind of nail biting moment where you go, wow, people are trying to buy our products. That would be good for our business, mm-hmm. but we have to, you know, we're subject to another business. And this is this, this complex string of relationships that happens all the time. Um, sure. and now we're just feeling the impact of that. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple questions about that, especially for our manufacturers and even for distributors that are listening. So how, so for example, you said we have a UK distributor, they're currently closed. Are you trying to still service them or are you trying to, Mm -hmm. is it just customer service? Hey, there's delays, work with us. Or are you saying, Hey, here's our distributors in other parts of the world. We're trying to reroute it still to you. Yeah. So we're doing a couple different things. So where we can, so we have stock at Amazon UK. So where we can, instead of directly fulfilling those, we are now doing FBA, Amazon UK, and that gets mm-hmm. us to m- most of Europe. But there are some countries that Amazon UK won't ship to. Mm-hmm. And those orders, um, you know, I have somebody who works for us in the UK and, you know, she's like, well, I could mail some out. <laughs> and I'm like, great. So now, you know, she's going to run down to the post office and, uh, you know, I don't know, we're going to try and figure it out. You know, we're trying, uh, yeah. we're trying to get as creative as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't know how long the situation is going to last. So that always leaves us a, a little bit uh, creative mm-hmm. and trying to go, okay, so let's just plug the holes now. And see if we can keep things moving as best we can, stay in touch with our customers, try and keep everybody updated on what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the same time, right, do we need to come up with something more like, do I need to, you know, I have inventory here in the States. Do I need to package up inventory in the States and ship it to Europe and know that it's going to take, you know, two weeks to get there? Mm-hmm. Hard to tell, you know, we're doing the best we can, I think, which is what everybody's doing right now. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And have you seen demand change so far? So I I understand supply is tough, but what about demand? Well, we actually, so we made a decision um, a little over a week ago 
actually, I don't even think it was a week ago, but we made a decision as a business that we were going to discount our product because the majority of our clients and customers are small businesses. So these are content creators, they're teachers, they are Mm. public service employees, things like that. We, you know, we just kind of made an executive decision that we wanted to to lower the price of our product, um, even though, you know, basically we were going to take a hit on margin in hopes Mm -hmm. that it would help a lot of people be productive during a very difficult time in their business. Wow. Um, So that was kind of a decision that we made. So yeah, we've seen a spike in sales, not Mm. surprisingly. Um, We, you know, so that's, you know, we're juggling a lot more orders right now. Uh, So yes, we've seen a spike in sales. Um, I don't think that that's necessarily down to, well, it might be down to two things. One thing is down to, of course, is a price change. So, you know, we've put the, we've cut the price in half. Um, and then we haven't really set an end date on that. We've just said, look, we get it. People are struggling and they're trying to get things done and they're trying to cut corners in their business where they can and to save costs where they can. We can help a little bit. So this is our way of helping. And then I think people are at home and they've got time and they're, they're, you know, using that time to build up their business. And our tool is a, is a good asset for that. Yeah. Absolutely. I got to say, um, hats off to you, um, cutting it by 50%. That's really substantial. Um, you, you don't see that in the marketplace a lot. So um, that's, that's quite a bold move. Well, thank you. I, I have to say, you know, I was really heartened the week before we did that. I just kept getting all these messages from, from vendors. And I was so impressed by the number of organizations who really are trying. So mm-hmm. where they can, I have just been floored by how the business community, particularly the business community that supports small businesses like ours mm-hmm. and, and solopreneurs and entrepreneurs, I, I have been amazed and just heartened by how much so many businesses are giving back. So I, I, I'm proud to be amongst that group. Mm-hmm. No, that's amazing. That's amazing. So talk to us about, um, talk to us about your staff. Are they in the office? Do you have field remote? What does that look like? And then how have you had to change that in light of what's going on? So we don't have an office. Um, so we have always been remote. Um, we have um, a couple people that work with us on a contract basis. We don't have any full-time staff. Um, we've done a couple of things. And then, of course, we have some partners. Um, and I think that's maybe the more obvious way that many of us run our businesses is with partnerships. Mm-hmm. Um, so for some of our partners, like our distribution partner, and their offices are closed right now, um, for our staff or for our team that works with us, we are doing a couple of different things. Um, and again, we're in a good position because we have those cash reserves. So one of the questions I asked um, our primary employee, so this is somebody who works about probably three quarters of her time with us. And, you know, basically was, right, how are you doing financially? Are you guys okay? What can we do to help? You know, and she said, look, I'm getting my hours cut back with this other organization. Could we ramp up hours? I was like, absolutely. Let's come up with a list of things that we need to get done and let's, Mm -hmm. you know, make sure that's contributing. And, And we've been really clear with the people that work with us. Look, if you need something, let us know. So we're doing our very best to support our staff and, and, um, trying to make sure that they've got the resources they need to focus on work. Mm. Because, you know, I think if we look at some of them and they're struggling generally um, financially or they're struggling personally, then of course they can't focus on our business. And and we have to respect that. This is a tough time emotionally for people. So checking in with them, that's one of the things that we've been doing. Um, And those are, you know, we've been trying to just bring all of that back together to mm-hmm. make sure that everybody has what they need and can 
and can give us everything they can and want to give us um, Mm -hmm. so that we can work together effectively. Yeah, that's amazing. One thing that's come up on a lot of the um, the Pivot Me Lives is communication. That yeah. communication is so important right now. And that's to our staff. That's to our clients just saying, hey, we're here. We're going to get through this. You yeah. know, what hurdles are you facing? Can we help you over those? And that has come up over and over again. And it sounds like that's exactly what you guys are doing as well. Even if we don't know exactly what to say, sometimes just showing up and saying, hey, how are you doing? And yeah. um, and you said uh, something really important. You said making sure that they have the ability to focus because yeah. we're all managing on <laughs> what's unprecedented perhaps is the distraction we're all managing managing right now. Um, and mm-hmm. is there something that you've done? Uh, let me take a step back. So are you guys still having regularly scheduled meetings? Um, and is there some more flexibility that you've added to, okay, well now our, we used to have a morning huddle at 9am and now it needs to change because people have kiddos at home. Talk to us about what that looks like. Yeah, we've always been really flexible. So we've never, you know, said, right, we're going to have a 9 a.m. meeting. So that's been easy for us. Mm-hmm. We uh, we leverage um, WhatsApp a lot. So that's WhatsApp is our primary communication platform because we're international. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we just, it's great for us to have communication tools like that, where they can send messages any time of day that works for them. We can reply and keep track of those replies. We of course have a customer support system in place. So we've got, you know, customer support tickets that we can monitor and we can all chip in and help. And I think maybe that's the best way to describe it is that we're all hands on deck mm-hmm. and we're all hands on deck in whatever time zone we're in. Mm, <laughs> so, yeah. It's funny because that, that is a challenge with running, running a global company is, um, yeah, there's the managing the time zones that can't be understated. So we use WhatsApp a lot. We use Slack as well, but it's mm-hmm. funny because it's kind of a joke in our household that we can tell when like when India's online, cause bing, 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 you can start yeah. and you can hear when, you know, the UK is online or, or there's like three or four different time zones that you just know the second that everyone showed up for work because you start hearing all the messages come through. Yeah. And we've, we've definitely been, you know, like I can remember I message, in fact, this morning I was messaging one of our UK people and, and I was like, Hey, are you online? She's like, I'm at the store. And I'm like, fair enough. You go to the store when you can go to the store. When you can go to the store. It is an interesting perspective too, because you're kind of witnessing this around the world, you know? And so you're having a conversation with someone that is in, in Scotland and said, Hey, we went, we went to the grocery store a couple of times and there was no food there, um, which might be look totally different than how yeah. someone in Sydney is handling it versus how someone in, um, you know, Montreal. It's been it's been uh, really enlightening to see how everybody's sort of weathering the storm and the response and um, just being sensitive to where our staff and our clients are because they're in different places. I mean, not just geographically, but just emotionally and the challenges yeah. and the distractions that they're managing and really meeting them where they are, because it might look a little different than how, you know, Ohio is handling it versus how San Francisco is handling it and just being really aware and sensitive to that as well. Yeah. We're definitely seeing that too. When you get into the more rural areas um, and we have customers there and, and I, I am, you know, my, my, one of my other businesses as a professional speaker and, you know, even just talking to associations who have, you know, members all over the world, you know, one of the just different things that they're saying, like there are still parts of the world, parts of America where mm-hmm. people are like, I just don't see what the big deal is. Yeah. And uh, so they are in a different place. And that's mm-hmm. been really interesting to try and, okay, how do I kind of raise awareness, but not, you know, be sure. inflammatory or it, it's been very sensitive. Yeah. 
it's a tough place to navigate. We have a similar, so my husband's from Spain. And so we have a lot of family in Spain and um, we see it from a different perspective. Mm. Um, Spain's been very, very hard hit. So when you're talking to cousins and aunts and uncles and um, they're, they're kind of giving us uh, Hey, this is what you, you guys could be like in two to three weeks, please uh, heed caution. It's uh it's a different exposure than when you're talking to someone who's in, you know, rural Texas and they're like, I don't see what's the big deal. Like we're fine here. So um, yeah, yeah it does give you an interesting perspective for sure. For sure. And it, you do, you do walk a fine line where you want people to, um, you know, be responsible and, and heed the advice of the trusted advisors. Um, and I'll say that again, trusted advisors, you know, people that are CDC <laughs> and the who and virologists and people like that, um, really heed those. Um, but, also, we have to keep moving, uh, moving ahead, moving our businesses ahead. And that's a big yeah. part of why we're doing this right now is just, okay, let's talk about how we move business ahead. You know, I've mentioned on the show a few times that, um, that we're responsible for that. It's incumbent, yeah. uh, it's incumbent upon us to keep the economic, economic engine revving and the businesses open and the people that are depend on us, both the clients and the staff. Um, it's important that we keep looking for the opportunities and we can't have the conversations around, um, what's no longer available. The conversations really need to be focused on what is still available. Yeah. I think that's a great point. I think you're absolutely right. And making sure that uh, I think what you described is perfect. We just all have a social responsibility right now. Mm -hmm. And so while I'm a big fan of, you know, like, great, let's build products. Let's be entrepreneurs. Let's be inventors. I think that we also have to look at our role within the community mm -hmm. as members and contributors to that community and how can we give back? How can we be supportive? What do we have to offer? And everybody has something to share. Sure. They sure do. And that's whether it's a business owner or you're not a business owner. If, you know, if yeah. you're fur furloughed from your job right now, you absolutely have something to contribute to this world. And, and, uh, I always say that we're all, we're all influencers. Like we, we think that's a title reserved for someone with a big, you know, uh, audience or social media platform. It's not, we influence people every single day. So we've got to be very aware and intentional on how we're influencing them. Are we, are we elevating people? Are we educating people? Are we helping them move past this or are we judging them or are we making them fearful. So um, it's just so important that we're aware of the influence that we have right now. Um, yeah. So to kind of tee up to our next question and, and real quick, um, I was able to pull the feed from Facebook and I just want to give a shout out. We've got Gina Marie and Eric are on. Um, I see a few other people, Kumad, I see Pamela, Tammy, Suzanne, Jerry, thank you guys so much for joining us. And by all means, if you guys have questions, either put it in the comments or send us a separate um, DM. Um, Julie, can you talk to us about the opportunities that exist right now? So just like we were saying, we can't focus on yeah. the things that we can't do. We're focusing on what we can do. Um, what opportunities exist during this time? Well, I've had a number of conversations. Uh, in fact, one yesterday with a, um, startup. So there are still startups out there trying to put together business plans. They're using mm. their furlough time to, to finally put things into action. Yeah. Um, so I've had conversations with a number of people who are like, yep, I've got this great idea. And I think your microphone's a part of it. Uh, so let's talk about what that looks like. So I think that's probably one of the biggest ways that we're seeing people mm -hmm. kind of, uh, new opportunities that are surfacing. People have often, you know, just needed time. They yeah. need time to come up with those new ideas and to invest in those ideas. Um, I am, still seeing a lot of conversations on a lot of content. In fact, there's a massive amount of content creation happening right now. Mm -hmm. I, uh, 
Ooh, I've got a lot of zooms. There are a <laughs> lot of zooms in my life at the moment. Uh, so that's definitely another factor too, right? Is the number of, of zooms that are happening and, mm-hmm. and, uh, the way people are connecting with each other and making new partnerships and building new relationships. Those are mm-hmm. some of the best opportunities that I'm seeing right now. Yeah. I bet. I bet. Are you guys using this time? Um, so this sounds like there's business opportunities, but are you guys using this time as well for maybe, um, strategic, um, let me, let me rephrase it. So like mm-hmm. looking at your forecasting, look at, at your core values, doing sort of that basic, you know, building the bedrock of our business. Um, on a few of the earlier calls, it was someone's getting more familiar with their CRM or their inventory mm-hmm. management system. Are you using the time for, for that sort of stuff as well? We are, we are, um, you know, we've definitely, as I said before, right. You know, talking to the people that work with me and saying, right, what do you need? Do you need more time? Great. Let's come up with things for you to do. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those are things that have just been on the back burner and, you know, they've, they've been important, but they haven't been a priority. So now it's great. Now we have time and we have resource. Let's make that a priority. So some of that is kind of checking off lists. Um, of things that we've meant to get done along the way. And, um, but yeah, that's definitely an avenue that we're looking at is how do we leverage this time to, to restabilize or to build an even stronger foundation for the business so that when things ramp back up from a market perspective, Mm -hmm. not just from our sales perspective, but from a market perspective, we're in a good position to take advantage of that. Mm. Mm-hmm. One of the things that came up on our earlier calls is um, someone said, uh, what's my competitive advantage right now? Yeah. What can I do that my competitors aren't doing? Um, yeah. And there are a lot of people that are kind of just, well, let's wait and see. And I've, I've heard that even um, on, on client calls, they're like, should we wait and see what's going on with the marketplace? Uh, the problem is um, there's a lot of uncertainty, but people will move while you're waiting and seeing. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think the other thing is to remember that our past customers. So one of our initiatives that should happen next week, once we get it all organized, is that we'll do a massive outreach to all of our past clients and ask for testimonials. Mm -hmm. So this is our chance as well, knowing that our customers are probably sitting around and potentially have some downtime. How -hmm. can we take advantage of them as a resource as well? Right. So here's what we're doing. We get to stay in touch with them. But at the same time, they're probably in a position right now where they've got some time to to contribute back to us as an organization. And that's a good use as well. Yeah. Customer testimonials. That's a that's a great call because that's always on everyone's list. But it's hard for you internally to have the time and allocate resources for that, but also for the, the customers to be able to show up and give the proper testimonial. So that's a that's a great use of time. Yeah. And a great and a great opportunity to leverage new tech. You know, I, I spend a lot of time, as you know, I spend a lot of time on tech and uh, tech and innovation and, and, you know, I've been looking at all kinds of new tools and apps that support that. So this is the way that we keep that engine running, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to buy some new software. I'm going to buy some new tools and, you know, in that way, I'm going to help another small business. And then I'm going to reach out to my customers and they're going to give a testimonial and they're going to help spread the word about our products, which is going to help other small businesses. And we've just got to keep those wheels turning. Sure. I'm April Garcia, the founder of the business consulting firm Maven. I'm an international business advisor, performance coach, serial entrepreneur, traveler, mama, wife, and just about everything in between. I've made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I only advise great executives and ambitious entrepreneurs on growing their business, having the right mindset, and contributing more to their world. Now, one of the things that had come up before as well was um, 
people found that clients um, needed a little bit more handholding right now, needed um, a little bit more words of comfort. And um, now that was a few days ago, but I'm curious if you're still seeing that, Julie, if you've got to um, show up in a certain way for either your staff or your customers and just let them know, hey, we're going to make it through this. It's going to be okay. We're going to be here to support you through this. Yeah, I think that is true to a certain extent. I think it impacts us a little bit less. Certainly, mm-hmm. we're having those conversations internally with our team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for our product, which is a, more of a commodity product, so it's not like a high ticket item or anything like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a massive difference in in how much you're asking people to invest or where they are um, in terms of like the buying pyramid. Right. Okay. Are you are you selling something very expensive? Are you selling something that's hugely strategic? Our product, um, the, our primary product is very tactical. Okay. And it's typically a commodity purchase. So people just look at it and they go, I can afford that. I will buy it. I'm not going to give it a ton of thought past that. Sure. Um, sure. We are doing a lot more um, like explaining, like a, you know, we have a splash screen on our website, you know, that explains why we're discounting our prices and you know, things like that. So we are communicating it out but we are definitely not in a position where we have to do a lot of handholding for our clients at the moment, which is good, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So can you share with us some resources that you guys are using during this time? And to give context, that could be software. You mentioned WhatsApp. Yeah. Um, what What are you guys using and what could you share with us? Yeah, so we're definitely... Um, we're using WhatsApp, as you said, right? So we're using WhatsApp as a huge communication platform. Uh, we also have Live Agent, which is our support service. And I would be, you know, like we would fall apart without something like that, mm. you know, which helps us to maintain all of our support services and, and to keep everybody in contact. Um, the tools that I'm looking at right now, I'm looking at things like, uh, well, I use Dub already, which is like a video voicemail system. So using Dub to be able to send out a video asking for testimonials and to get a video back with their testimonial mm. um, is pretty cool. And then we're also looking at tools like Repuso, um, which is, um, I think that's what it's called, where that um, allows us to monitor for feedback on our product. So every time sales spike, we have to be monitoring what's being said online and keeping oh. track of all of that. So, you know, we should always be following those trends to make sure that we're supporting our clients. So those are some of the tools that we're using. Mostly we're talking, Mm -hmm. you know, there is a, this is the time to be on video. You know, we can't be with each other in person. Then we should be on video, being able to look somebody in the eye and to not just read their message, but to be able to hear them say it, to see the, the expression on their face, to know when they're feeling uncertain and to be able to give them that certainty back. That's probably one of the most valuable things that we're doing from a technology perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Our interview yesterday with, um, with Jackie, she runs uh JNH insurance in Calgary. And she said, um, be sure you're talking. Cause right now everybody's listening. Yeah. And I thought that's, that's really, uh, yeah, it's really true. Um, so let's, let's do this. If you, so we've got a lot of business owners that are listening. Um, what words of encouragement would you give them? What it, what piece of advice would you would you leave them with? We've got two follow up questions after that, but what would you say? Um, I think the biggest piece of advice I would give is look after your people. Um, you know, we have a massive responsibility as business owners and as founders. Um, we set the tone, um, but mostly, you know, those people are counting on us and. 
you know, this is, this is where the rubber meets the road in my opinion, right? This is mm -hmm. where as a business owner, we put everyone else ahead of ourselves. And some of us, you know, did that when we started up and now we think we don't have to do that anymore. Or maybe we feel like we've paid our dues, you know, in times of crisis, I think we all go back to paying our dues again. So mm -hmm. that's the biggest piece of advice is look after your people because you need them and they need you right now. Yeah. That's a really good, that's a really good point. Um, Julie, you've given us some great information, some great tips. Um, how do we, how do we support you during this time? What, what can we do for you? Well, I think, uh, easily as you can always go out and grab yourself a, Hey Mike, <laughs> we're yeah. always, we're always eager to have more, more wonderful, amazing customers that are doing content creation. Uh, so you can reach us at lovehaymike.com, L O V E H E Y M I C lovehaymike.com. That's our website. Um, to reach me personally, people can email me at julie at juliehomes.com. Um, so I think those are two of the easy ways. That's perfect. Thank you so much for hopping on. Um, as mentioned earlier, we do have a second interview. So you either are welcome to stay on, Julie, or hop off whatever works for you. I know you've got a busy schedule, but thank you so much for your chat today and your flexibility with our tech issues at the beginning as well. It is my pleasure. It is my pleasure. I'm going to hop off so that you have more screen space for everybody else. <laughs> perfect. And then I'm going to listen to it on live. It was perfect. such a pleasure, April. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you, Julie. You too. Take care. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.